0: Let's um go to the NBA, ranking the top five players in the NBA under 25. And number one, I'm going to go with Luka D'On. Okay, these guys leading the league in points per game. Right now, currently, I believe 33.5 points per game, 8.6 um, assists per game, and 8.8 rebounds per game. I mean, he carries a heavy load every night. We know he has to be the guy. He lost Jalen Brunson. We know he was going to have to be even more of the guy because you don't have that shot creation that can help you out and you know jalen brunson was literally the second best player offensively on that team they lost him no problem listen he got his team to the playoffs last year got them to the wrestling conference last year there's nothing more else to say they beat the suns in game seven he went off in that game he got them to the warriors gave the warriors a little run there i think they stole two games from the warriors if i'm not mistaken or maybe one say help me out here one or two it's one one right one Two. Three, it was one. two right yeah it was two they they stole two from the warriors they gave them all they can handle i mean vision he can stop on a dime change direction he can penetrate he can do it all he can score i'm going he's like a larry bird he's a larry bird of this era right now i'm going and look at don at number one at number two i'm going to go john moran i know this is going to be very very debatey because i have him over a particular guy that i'm going to put at number three and i'm going to talk about that in a few minutes i got john moran at number two Explosive, dominant, right? He doesn't probably have the physical dominance, but he has the skill dominance, okay? And dominance comes in all shapes and forms. That's why Steph Curry is number five, okay, or top five in the league in general, right? Because dominance comes in all shapes and forms. I mean, Highlight Rail, he's actually the best player in the pick and roll. He's leading the league in um, points per game off of pick and roll, 14 points per game off pick and roll. Okay, Um, he's establishing a three-point shot That's going to make him even more deadly When you have to defend that If he knocks those down Like at a consistent pace I don't know how you stop that guy I'm going with John Moran And what he's done in the playoffs The last couple of years I mean, Freddie, we talk about playoffs And how that makes you And gives you names and credentials yep. I mean, John Moran, the playoffs, come on yep. So I got him at number two At number three I'm going to go Jason Tatum at number three i do think he's physically gifted i know that's gonna raise eyebrows you got him ranked lower than ja this is why i think for me Jalen brown although i acknowledge what could be what it's happening right now like he's playing good right now he might be in the conversation for mvp right now i mean he's going off i mean he he can fill his way into games and he can create he can facilitate he can score he can defend but i would like to see him kind of go off in the first quarter. Like I feel like when I watch Tatum, he eases his way into the flow of the game. And if you didn't have a guy like Jalen Brown who could score the basketball the way he does, especially in the first quarter, then your team possibly could be trailing. So that's why is I feel like I'm missing that killer instinct. And I saw him in the finals. It was Jalen Brown that was picking it up. He was the one scoring the basketball. We needed more from Jason Tatum. If we got more from Jason Tatum they would have won the championship. So that's the only reason why I'm putting Ja over him is because I like Ja's mentality of I'm going to score. And that's it. Get out of my way. At number four, I'm going to go Trey Young. I'm going to go Trey Young. Listen, there's no such thing as a bad shot. Even though I do think that um, he takes a little bit more than he should um, from like deep. If you're a shooter, you can play with him because you want to get open looks because of all the gravity he pulls in. If you're at the rim and you could rim run, you're going to get looks at the rim. I mean, playing with him, it opens up the floor. So even though, you know, there's a couple intangible things that gotta be, you know, fixed. I think he if he plays off ball, like can move off ball a little bit more, that would make him even more lethal. I'm um, I think from a six one perspective, he got a mean floater for a guy six one. Um, underrated floater, by the way. I got him at number four. At number five, I'm going Zion. At number five. I'm um, I think in this era of shooting, and I understand that we live in the shooting era. He's not Great in that department, but he has an ulterior motive, which is to ground and pound you in the paint area, play bully ball, right? Everything is at the rim, but he can listen. He can put up numbers. He can put up a lot of numbers too, and have a crazy stat line without the shooting. So that's that's a testament to the New Testament of him being able to bully you, even though he doesn't play a lot. When we see him, we know that dominance is there, and it's hard to defend. That's why I got him at number five. So to recap my list: number one, Luca; number two. I got John ja Morant. Number three, I got Jason Tatum. Number four, I got Trey Young. And number five, I got Zion.
1: I passed mic. Oh, man. Zay, can I go? Can I jump on that? Absolutely. All oh, you. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Um, we got a lot of the same people. Don't get me wrong. List totally different though. <laughs> totally different. Okay. Number one, I got Jason Tatum. And clearly you had him four, I think you had him
2: four. Nah, oh, three, three, three.
1: Three. Three. This man can play defense, and we don't emphasize defense enough, but this man plays both sides of the ball. He can score with the best of them, he can shoot with the best of them, he can dribble with the best of them. But the one thing he can do, Better than Luca, although Luca could pass better than him. He plays defense. That's half of the time you play basketball, you're actually playing defense. This man can check people, big people, small people. I watched the man check Kevin Durant in the playoffs and kind of shut him down. That's what I saw in my own eyes in real time and real playoff games. I need a dude like that on my team. I saw Luca get exposed defensively. So when I see that, and I see teams attacking Luca defensively as he is, that's his weakness and is glaring half of the time you play basketball half of the time he's under at or rather under par yeah a problem for me and i'm gonna take jason tatum for it as luca led his team to the Western conference finals jason tatum led his team to the nba finals both took two games off of golden state so i'm taking- uh,
0: Jalen brown kind of helped out but you know i'm gonna shut out. up no <laughs> doubt. he well, helped it was a tag team they both took them there okay don't disrespect jay um jaylen brown brother <laughs> yes
1: no doubt now my second it is luca Luca is that guy We As I just talked about him From a defensive perspective Of offensively This man's phenomenal He rebounds Passes Scores With the best of them From a historical perspective This man's gonna go down In history He's one of the greatest players Of all times so As you called him This era Larry Bird You got it right On point Um he does everything, man. He 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 controls temples of the game. He don't have super athleticism, but he can't speed him up. He, he don't look like he's not athletic out there. If the numbers that he puts up, the man is a clutch. He can shoot. I like his mochi. You know what I mean? I like his willingness to go against the tough dudes and to play against the tough dudes. Take on all the tough defenders. Give me Kawhi Lenny. Give me Paul George. I'll take them. I'll bust them. I love this dude. It's nothing that I don't like about Luka. I just take Tatum just a little slight here from the defensive perspective. Now let's go to my number three. I'm taking Trey Young. Okay. I love this dude. Okay. And if we forgot, you know, two years ago, he took his team to the Eastern Conference Finals in the playoffs and took two games off the Milwaukee Bucks. This man is phenomenal. Give that man some help. And that man is going to show up. That man is clutch. You want to talk clutch? That's a clutch guy. You want to talk fearless? That's a fearless cat. You want to talk leader? That's the leader. That's a dude I want on my team. I will take that dude and start a franchise with right away. Love Trey Young. He can shoot, he can pass. I think since he came into the league over Luca, he got more 30, 10 games, was 30 points, 10 assists games than anybody since he came into the league. This dude is phenomenal. We underestimate his passing. He got passing ability. Like you said, there is no bad shot. The man can shoot the three. He got the floater. He's clutch. He's tough. He's feisty. He's willing to fight against anybody. I love that dude. Okay, so that's my number three. Okay, now this is really going to (laughs) shock (laughs) y'all. Number four, LaMelo Oh, I love this kid. Now, clearly, he's injured this year. We might have forgot about this guy, but this dude can pass, shoot with the best of them as well. He's a leader. I'm look. I like leadership. You know, that's not like the intangible that a lot of people don't really talk about. But I think Lamelo. If you pin him in the right, you want to talk about box office? That dude's box office. Okay. You put that dude in the right stage. I don't think he's gonna stay in Charlotte. You pin him with the right team. That dude is gonna lead a team to a championship. He got sides. He can pass. He's, he, he's fancy he can dunk he can score he can shoot he actually starting to play better defense before he got injured i like him i love this dude i think i, I don't know i think you want to see 21 or 22 i'm not sure so he's kind of way under 25 but um i love that dude i'll take Lamelo ball uh at number four because i like his height his length and the wit, his passing ability his scoring and he can shoot um, and he can rebound, like he can do it all. Like he's, he's not, he can't shoot like Trey Young, but he's a tallerish Trey Young in my perspective, as far as passing ability and scoring floaters and shooting threes. And then we get down to my number five, clearly got to be John ja Morant. No disrespect to Zion. Uh, John ja Morant, and look, he's phenomenal. Explosive at the highest of levels. Uh, stuff that we never seen. And John Morant easily can rise up on this list. Um, Easily can. I mean, if you want to pit him over LaMelo Ball, I get it. I I, I think because LaMelo Ball is injured, so I don't want to just throw— I I love him. I love this dude. But John Morant is coming, and he's coming fast. Okay? He made his first um, time in the playoffs last year. was explosive. That argument you can go against me, Cousin, because LaMelo Ball didn't make the playoffs, and I get it. I'm just a fan of the height of LaMelo Ball. But John Morant is explosive. He's clutch. He got the fiery. The only thing I want to see from John Moran a little bit more is uh, playmaking ability. I would like to see him make his teammates a little better with his passing ability. Um, defensively, you know, he still got some struggles that he needs to work through. But at the end of the day, I'll take that dude on my team. I'll start a franchise with that dude. So just to recap really quick. I got Jason Tatum. I got Luka the Don. Okay. I got Trey Young. I got LaMelo Ball. And I got John Morant. The floor is yours, Zay. Um, y'all both have very explosive lists. Um, I think they're both
2: really good and really great for conversation starters, and especially talking about the under twenty-five youth movement because everybody right now was playing elite level of basketball. How are really twenty-five and under essentially? Um, I'm gonna go five to one. Um, Ooh. because I think a lot of guys. That um, a lot of things you said, y'all kind of already hit it over the head. You already mentioned it, so I'm gonna go with number five. Um, yeah. For me, I'm gonna go with at number five, uh, Trey Young. I think it's self-explanatory. I think this year he's not playing as well as everyone um anticipated, but we know what he's able to do when his team you know is back against the wall. He's, what he's able to do against um, teams that have a little more star power, and um, he's like the underdog favorite. You know, a lot of guys like him. He's the villain of New York. Um, A lot of guys hate him in New York, but you know, that's that's the kind of energy that we needed in the NBA These like kind of self-imposed rivalries, especially when the first couple seasons he wasn't really playing too hot You know, there was um, a lottery pick team Nate McMillan took over and took that team, you know Changed a couple things, tweaked a couple things to make make sure Trey Young is getting the most opportunities uh, To, you know, A, slow to make the offense slow, B, score the game-winning shots, which he's been able to do since Nate McMillan has taken over At number four I'm going with my boy, Anthony Edwards. Uh, The man is lights out. And you came in, you came in, uh, you know, scoff at what Anthony Edwards has been capable of doing at this young in his career. His athletic ability, his ability to shoot the basketball, his ability to play defense, all at high levels. You know, we're talking about damn near all-star levels. Potentially this season, the way he's playing. And, um, you know, it's been like that. He's been on a high motor since he walked into the league. You know, no disrespect to Lamella Ball, because Lamella Ball is my guy. I've been told my Lamella Ball heavily in many friend groups. You know, I love his game, I love his playmaking ability. But we're talking about getting a bucket and playing defense. That's mm-hmm. the definition of Anthony Edwards. He's a guy mm-hmm. who's able to get the basketball in the hoop and a guy who's able to stop the best opposing player on the other side of the field, on a court. He's not scared of anyone. He attacks everyone at any given time. And that's the type of basketball players you love to watch play. The top three is where everything gets diced. Um, <laughs> this, this is where things get a little, um, it's tough, you know, because of, of how things impact each player. So number three, I'm going to go with John Moran. Um, you know, John Moran, as great of a basketball player he is, I can't put him at number one or number two because I've seen his team play better with him off the floor. I've seen Oof. Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr., play better basketball when he is not. Um, on the basketball court. He is a basket. He is a guy who can get buckets out of nowhere just make things happen when nothing is there on the basketball court to get. And he's someone that, John when you look at John Moran's game, you know that he's going to get a bucket no matter what. He's a right. very high, high team player. He's able yep. to dunk on anybody or get to the hoop at any given time, which we love. The only knock I have, opposed to the other two guys I'm going to mention, is that he, um, you know, his team plays better when he's down the floor. And that's the only knock that I have. If it wasn't that, if that wasn't the case, he would have been number one for me easily. But um, he's number three. Number two, we're going with Luka Doncic. Um, you know, Huka Doncic, as people call him. I call him Hala Luka because the man just makes plays out of nowhere. The man is a miracle worker. Um, you know, it's self-explanatory. If he's not on the Dallas Mavericks team, they're a lottery pick team. That team can't go anywhere without Luka. Luka is the engine. He is the gas. He is literally the car maker. He does everything for this team. You know, everyone's driving and he's flying planes. That's what this man is doing. He's able to do the impossible. And I got Luka Doncic at number two because the man at number one does it all. And that's Jason Taylor. The man plays defense, the man's able to shot create. Um, you know, this man took the Boston Celtics, a team that looked out of it mid season into the NBA finals run. That with, with Jason
0: over. Tatum hello I mean with Jalen Brown hello okay I,
2: I, <laughs> yeah I mean listen you know you, you can say you can say everything you want you know about that regarding that but that the fact of the matter is that Jason Tatum he had to elevate his game in order for that yeah. team to go somewhere you know it, it could have been Jalen Brown it could have been anybody but he had to elevate his game because the whole knock-on is Jason Tatum better than Jalen Brown is could Jason Tatum play defense we saw all through the playoffs Jason Tatum was locking up KD Okay, Jason Tatum was defending Giannis. Jason Tatum was defending Jimmy Butler. He was doing it all in that playoff stint. And you can't even, you can't even say he wasn't because he did it all. And, you know, and that, that Jason Tatum was able to score buckets in high magnitude. And, you know, unfortunately, they fell short against the Warriors due to the turnover issues. But, you know, Jason Tatum had to elevate his game when everyone else was still just coasting at the time. Um, So, you know, I think Jason Tatum at number one right now is fair until, you know, proven otherwise. But him, Luca, and John Morant are all close to each other. It's not like a far-fetched way above everyone else. They're very close. John Morant could easily take over that spot with a Western Conference Finals appearance. Luka Doncic could easily take that spot if he goes to the Finals. It's, it's very close. So my list goes Anthony Edwards at 5. I mean, you know, Trey Young at 5. Anthony Edwards at 4. Uh, John Morant, Luka Doncic, and Jason Tatum at number 1.
0: I want to just quickly jump in here. Um, we need to stop this Jalen Brown disrespect here. Um, clearly, there's no Jalen Brown. They're not making the Finals. And I can say the same thing about Tatum, too. Like, that's why when I have conversations about Tatum, I always bring up Jalen Brown because they do it together. Like, where Tatum lacks, Jalen Brown picks up. And where Jalen Brown lacks, Tatum picks up. They complement each other pretty well. And Jalen Brown is averaging 26 points per game right now. I understand Tatum is averaging 31 points per game right now. But they're doing it together, okay? And um, I'll just leave that there. Um, Number two, when you talk about John Moran, you made a comment about the team being better on the floor without him which was the case last year but this year they actually are playing better with him the swing rate i believe is of 14.3 points per 100 possessions when he's on the floor so they're actually playing better in that statistic this year with him on the floor and we saw when he wasn't on the floor in the playoffs how they needed him on the floor in the playoffs they needed that dog they needed that guy that can get his shot so Claire, I understand what you did there, but they need him in the playoffs, okay? So, I'll just leave it at that. Your role players, they you know what they do in the regular season, but you know what they can't do when you need a bucket in the fourth quarter in a pivotal playoff game against the Warriors. You need your star there. So, yeah, I mean, I think the list was good.
1: Yeah, well, and I'm going to leave
0: it at that.